What's up, fit professionals? It's your girl, Lisa A. Smith, and your girl, Get Fit With Jay. Hello. And we are live tonight in downtown Detroit, coming from Campus Marsh's special holiday episode we wanted to bring you guys this evening. All downtown is lit up beautifully. They just had the tree lighting this past weekend. It's looking really, really festive. Now, me... I like holiday season. I like the music. I like the lights. I like, you know, the people being festive. Jay, she is not the biggest holiday person. You, tell, them, tell them how you feel about holidays, Jay. You know what? I honestly love the holidays. I just don't like what it has come to be, how it's represented. Yes, yes. I just, it really bothers me that as soon as people hear holiday, they immediately think of food and gifts. Yeah. That, that really bothers me and turns me off with the holidays. I agree. Now, if I could spend them the way I wanted to, it would be totally different. I do definitely agree. Um, the holiday season has taken a turn for the worse, especially, you already know how I feel about people overextending themselves financially, thinking that they have now permission to be extra yeah. gluttonous and lazy and sedentary. So I totally agree from that aspect. Um and I know someday, as soon as, you know, things start turning red and green in Christmas music, you turn into a Grinch. Like, oh, in the first couple of days, and I think yeah, you level out. literally, like, you know, I should deactivate my Facebook page, my Instagram page. <laughs> I was on the elevator today, and I heard someone saying, oh, she's little, I just don't know what to get her for Christmas. Do little girls like dolls? I don't know what she likes. What should I get her? That it just, I was like, drown them out, Jay. Don't listen. <laughs> I wanted to say, how about she doesn't need it? If you, why do you have to? search and and, and, force. and force a gift. Obviously, this little girl doesn't need anything. Yep. We're so conditioned to think that we're supposed to go gift shopping, that we're supposed to have turkey. I was in the grocery store today. Somebody was buying a turkey. It was in Meyer, and they had the turkey on the scale, like, back in the... Okay. <laughs> you know the meat counter where you can buy fresh meat and fish? The scale was up, the turkey was up on that scale, like a big scale. This how, Because it was so heavy. It was so big. This turkey was so freaking big. And I was just looking at it like gross. Yeah. You have no idea what they did to get that turkey that, that big. big. Yeah. It was humongous, bigger than our heads. Like Oh, I can imagine. It was crazy. And I was just like, I can't, we're so invested in tradition that we don't even oh, and recognize. Oh, tradition. I do not like tradition i i i really want to get as far away from tradition as possible definitely and that's in like all aspects you know on christmas you know we do this and on new year's eve we do this and then when you get married you do this <laughs> like that that irritates me i i don't i don't know why it bothers me so much and i'm finally getting away from it this year good all together yes because you're not even buying your kids gifts right no i'm not buying my kids gifts this year i um, love it i told them they can put two gifts on the list because I know their father has to buy them something. That's what he does. That's what he loves. Me personally, I'm not buying gifts. And I haven't told my family, but I don't want to, I just don't want that part. I'm a big, I'm big on celebration. I'm just big on, you know, being around family and friends. And yes. doing, like for my birthday, I didn't want people, like we had a taco night. I didn't want people spending a bunch of money right. for these elaborate plates tipping a waitress. Right. I just wanted to be around you guys, and we had a ball. We had a great time. So, yeah, yeah that's what I'm about. Just, yeah. you know, experience, like like we've talked about. Yeah. Experience. Definitely. And so, we're going to end the Grinch part of the show. We're done. We're done with our <laughs> holiday. We? Like, <laughs> <We're>, 
my anger. We're done with our holiday rant. Okay. But definitely, guys, be mindful this season as we move into December and Thanksgiving and New Year's that everything doesn't have to be the way you've always done it. If you have made a commitment in the last few weeks, days, or minutes to get healthier, be healthier, you know, I've heard so many people say they're going to start after Thanksgiving or you know, you give yourself permission to get off your exercise regimen because it's the holiday. And yeah. I was just thinking, like, That's... if you're off work, it's even more reason why you should exercise. Right. There's no pressure to rush and get ready and run off. Um, so if you've already made a commitment to, I have some clients now who are partially plant-based, don't just drop the ball on the holidays just because that that's what you've always done. You know, exactly. be mindful. Keep your health in the forefront of your mind. Keep your financial situation in the forefront of your mind. What works best for your life and what would you like for your life to look like on January 2nd? Like, don't think just because we're in this season that you're supposed to do this and supposed to do that if it doesn't fit into um, your life right now or the idea you have for your life. Wait what? Wait what? <laughs> you so, got a good one? I don't have a good one, <laughs> but I do have a good one for my life. It's not okay. funny way what. We, I haven't had a funny way what in a while. Right. But this wait what is about the video, the link you sent me for YouTube. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're trying to, you know, we're going to come back on consumption and things like that. And I've just been thinking about things I'm going to purge and all things I'm going to give away and how I'm going to do this and do that, give away, all this stuff. But I never, ever thought about cutting back on my consumption with social media and the Internet. Yes. When I so first, tell the listeners really quickly what link I sent you. What, what are you talking about? Minimalist. So yes. we are embarking on a new journey. So first of all, let me go back. This was so funny to me because <laughs> I was thinking about last year at this time. Okay. Do you remember last year at this time what, what was said between us? About... Absolutely not. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So last year at this time, I looked at you and was like, I'm going green. Would you like to go green too? Okay. And you did not think twice. You hadn't done any research. You were just like, yeah. And, and we did. And, and, and off to green we went. Off to green we went. We cut back on chemicals. We cut back on so many things that harm the earth. We went uh, vegan. Yes. We've, like, we've done so many things. So around this same time this year, wow. you have gave me another thing to um, pursue. Right. And that's being a minimalist. So what basically being a minimalist is, is just what it sounds like is having minimal consumption of things you don't need products you don't need mm -hmm. even people you don't need uh internet things things that don't enhance your life we're pretty much getting rid of it the the guy who started this minimalist what do you want to call it he he actually started like a, a trend yeah he made it trendy because there were plenty of minimalists before him but um, he started a company called The Minimalist, and yeah. him and his friend, they travel the world doing talks. They've, they've done plenty of TED Talks, and they talk about, you know, what minimalist is and how to be a minimalist if you still want to live in modern-day society. Because some right. people are minimalist, and they're like nomads, and they travel yeah. the world. In the backpack. Uh, right, backpack. right, and it doesn't have to be that way. But continue. So, so, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that how each year we just keep just just – raising the level of awareness in our lives because you yes. think people can go um their whole lives and i heard a good quote today oh here's my quote <laughs> <laughs> gotta have that signature the quote the best thing about life is having hope every day 
Mm. And I just realized how much, how true that is. Yes. You know, some people get up every day, go to work. They, their expectation is none, non-existent. I'm, this is what's going to happen today. And it's no hope in their heart for anything more. Yeah. This is just what I'm doing. And I just realized how great it is to I always hope for something better. And I'm not saying to fall out the sky. Right. Of course, we're doing things to, to make that possible. But right. But I just right. think that's just a great way to live. So what's one thing you're hopeful for right now? I'm hopeful that I can have the patience to launch this business because I, I, you know, my patience is non-existent. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping to have the patience in me yes. um, to, to get things done. You know, I listen to a lot of things, a lot of podcasts, a lot of interviews. I listen to a lot of people. I listen to you. Mm-hmm. I listen to people who... You know, put that awareness in me that you have to be patient, you have to be consistent, you have to be patient. And this message has just been drilled into me. Yes. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping to not only know, but apply it. Yes. And to be successful on this venture. Yes. And I know you will. Um, you know, I've watched you become more and more of an action taker over the last several months. And, like, I can literally see the difference in you. So I have no doubt that the business is going to be successful. And I can't wait to support it 100%. So my wait what is really simple. I was watching a documentary last night about food, go figure. And it's called Hungry for Change. It's on Netflix. And it's old. I was surprised. It's, like, from 2012. Um but he said a quote, he said something um, in, the, in the documentary that I thought made so much sense. And this guy said that obesity is not, the, is not the problem, it's the answer. So typically, we look at someone obese or someone who's really overweight and say, you know, the problem is that they're obese. Yeah. But obesity for them has been the answer to emotional abuse to social abuse to um, stress to trauma so a lot of people have eaten their way to obesity by trying to treat a mistreated illness or mental illness and I really like the way he put that you know that you know it's not the problem it's the answer because it's typically an indicator that something has gone untreated and it made me think about Lisa Nichols, who always tells her story about being obese before she lost all the weight. And I think, what was it, 70, 80 pounds? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, real significant. Yeah, that she lost. And she talked about how it wasn't until she gave, forgave her son's father. She actually mm-hmm. called him on the phone while he was still in prison. And they, she said they both broke down and they were crying and discussing the entire situation because she held on um with hope for so long that he would get out and they would still be a family but she had to accept the fact that he wasn't getting out anytime soon and that he wasn't gonna be a part of their lives as she wanted him to right but she said she had literally put on this 80 pound emotional coat you know and that was her protection i remember that now she didn't want to be desirable to the people yeah. who may find her desirable. Right. Because she had somebody that was going to get out and it was going to be in a relationship. So, yeah. Right. Let me shield myself. And she was like, it's not until I forgave him and really acknowledged the fact that, you know, that was the situation. That my son's father was in prison and we weren't going to be a family that I was able to shed the weight. And I think, because um, I also had a client who I had to get to acknowledge that recently she had been really struggling to stay on track and lose weight and she's obese 
And it wasn't until she was able to get over the grief from losing her father that wow. she was able to finally start nailing down the eating, nailing down the exercise, getting serious about it. And she's been doing tremendously well. So I think that's the issue for a lot of people, especially when they're really, really obese, is that they're using food as a drug right. to treat something that's right. been historically untreated. And so I really like that quote that um, basically it's, it's the answer to something. And as coaches, we need to make sure that we're digging deeper yeah. with our clients. Yeah. yeah, instead of just continuously writing and rewriting plans. Well, try exercising in yeah. the morning or, okay, try not eating carbs past this time. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, try this. But really get into, you know, psychologically what's going on with you that you can't. Right. So I thought that was a really good quote. So that was kind of my way what. I'm like, ah, yeah. that was so perfect. Yeah, so yours is uh, obesity is not the promise, the answer. Yes. And mine's is consumption is not just the products you hold in your hand. Yes. But it's the things that you... Pay attention to with your mind. Absolutely. Stop consuming things that you don't need mentally, physically. 100%. So you said you're going to give up some social media? Oh, yes. And it was my way. What might be the fact that you told me about the app on the day that I decided because today I literally put it back, put it into motion when I told myself I would. I did not realize how much I checked my phone just out of pure habit. Habit, yep. Just out of just out of lack of anything better to do with my hand. Yep. I checked my phone probably in, in a matter of a matter of thirty minutes, probably thirty times. Wow. Like every minute, because I'm not doing anything with my hands. Right. Pretty much. And I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. I'm not even looking for anything. So I cut my phone. I logged off of everything. I logged off of Facebook, both mm -hmm. accounts. I logged off and. But I kept picking my phone up out of habit. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, I logged off. I picked mm -hmm. it back up. I logged mm -hmm. off. I picked it up. I logged off. And it was so crazy. So after about an hour, my mind finally got used to you're logged off. Yes. Find something else better to do with your time. Yes. So I was like, I have to do this in longer spurts. Because my first spurt was from 11 to 2. Do not get on any. And I mean nothing. No internet. Because what I'll do is I'll get on the internet. I won't get on social media. But then I was like, well, let me find out uh, some facts about how sugar affects the liver. You know, I just got to be on, I got to be on some type of. Right. Scrolling internet, on something. Scrolling on yes. something. Yes. like no internet. Internet. Okay. No social media. Yes. Period. Do not pick your phone up for anything. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely. That's a big challenge. It is a big challenge. Yep. Especially when I saw how many times I picked up. It, it really, it actually disgusts me. Yeah, quite honest. It is crazy when you discover how conditioned or you are or like brainwashed or just like everybody else. You know what I mean? Because you'll be out like, look at these people. You I know? came down the elevator to come meet you. And uh -huh. as soon as I hit the lobby, everybody in the lobby was on their phone. And I was instantly like, that, that's, that was me. This morning. Right. <laughs> I'm changed now. This afternoon, oh, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. a better person. I can't believe y'all do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's just it's crazy to me how we exclude ourselves from you yeah, know the sheep, rest. Everybody, right, right, everybody right. Like, uh, no, 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 I'm different. Line. I'm so yeah, different. No. <laughs> that thumb is just a scrolling. Yeah. So that brings us to uh, the holidays. Yeah. Good tips: How you are conditioned to do things that you don't. Want. Yep. You're conditioned to just eat plate after plate of food, even after you're full. You know, we're conditioned to, you know, buy all these things that we don't need. You know, I was, when I was in the grocery store today, uh, 
I was looking at this in this lady's cart, and she had like Christmas bulbs that you mm -hmm. decorate the tree and stuff with. And I remember just thinking in my head, like, I wonder if she really need those, or they're just pretty, and she because they were all gold and they were really pretty. And I was just thinking, like, I wonder if she just buying them because every year you buy Christmas decorations. That's what one does, you yes. know. Yes. And I was just couldn't help but thinking, like, is this her first house and she doesn't have not one decoration, or no. is she just buying new stuff? Cause why not, Cause you know? Society. Yeah, like how often do, do I do that? How often do we do that? Like a lot. And I just can't wait to just be over it and done with it. Like it's so crazy. You just have to really be tuned into your habits. You do have to be tuned into your habits because I'm already trying to revamp how I'm going to do the decoration on the tree. Mm -hmm. um, when I was young, my mom, we, you know, just a little history. We grew up. I I never ever knew if we were broke. Or if we had a lot of money. <laughs> I, I, to this very day, <laughs> I don't know if we were poor or we were rich. Because she had a bottom line situation and we just don't be buying stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. I just don't do it. Right. It never was. I don't have it or that's too expensive. It was it, we don't do it. We don't do that's that. That's such a different <laughs> yeah. take on it. Yeah. I'm not buying expensive shoes because it's ridiculous. I'm not... I'm not buying all these ornaments. We made uh, ornaments out of pop string and popcorn on a tree. Right. I, I don't know. Right. I don't know whether or not we had it or not. And that's a great way to look yeah. at it. And there's a quote that I'm going to use later that talks yeah. about that. But I think that's great. And I'm going to start using that for myself because for 2017, it's my year of finances. And so I'm not going to say I don't have it. I'm going to say I, I don't, don't do, do that. I don't buy those things. Right. It's just whether it's not that it's too expensive right it even doesn't though it matter. may be right but, but no. i don't do that and yes. it's and it really even though it was a small change of wording it's a it's, it's a, a major shift it is a major shift you know and i think that's really important um so i don't do that I just, <laughs> yeah so with the holidays you know someone going house to house or eating plate at the plate you know you can just simply say i just eat one plate you don't have to explain why you do or I'm vegan or I'm on a diet right or or I don't you know whatever the case may be just simply just make it a point to say you you, you just don't do that right it's just that's just the best answer because people will what I've learned mm -hmm. is you will get you will get people who will try to steer you the other way when you're trying to do something positive oh yeah versus something negative oh like yeah when I start getting healthy you know before you know, I could eat a whole bunch of junk, drink, alcohol, never exercise, whatever. And no one ever said anything. Isn't that crazy? Ever, Nobody. Ever. ever. But as soon but as you as start soon as you exercising start, and eating right. You you look good. Why are you still exercising? It's not that serious. Oh, you can't just eat a little cheese or just so many things. So, you know, what to avoid all of that, you know, just to avoid all of that. Just like at my holiday party today. And when I realized there was absolutely zero things for me to eat, mm -hmm. I just went back to my desk. I didn't sit around and say, I'm vegan. I don't, you know. Because right. people are going to say, well, just girl, just, you know. No, I'm just going to go back to my, I'm, I don't want to tell you guys because I don't want to hear you're either negative or you trying to help me. Right. In your way, which you think is help. Right. So, you know, over explaining, you know, telling people why. Just do what you do. Just do what you do. Yeah, just do what you do, 100%. That's the first holiday tip. If you didn't catch it, just do what you do. Don't try and explain. Don't feel bad about making the choices that are in the best interest of you or your family or your child. You know, just do what you do. 
um, and don't worry about the naysayers. Girl, that's all you're going to eat. That's all well, you put on that year, plate. Yeah, last year, girl, I know you got room for more. You ain't going to eat my pie. I made this pie just for you or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, no. I just love to that I'm so comfortable in where I stand yeah. right now. Yeah. That it's like, no, I don't eat dairy. No, right. I'm not going to make a plate. Right. No, I, you know, and you go ahead, but this is what I'm doing. And this is what I'm doing, and yes. that's that's it. Okay. So, okay. So, First, I want to give some quick facts about turkey because that <laughs> huge turkey, that huge turkey in Meyer today just really grossed me out. And not because it's a turkey, but just how big it was. Mm -hmm. It was massive. I've never seen a turkey this big. And so a lot of people think that turkey is healthy. Um, you know, people say, I don't eat pork and beef, right? Yeah. I eat fish, chicken, and turkey. Right. And so it's a really common misconception that turkey is healthier than beef or pork. It, yeah, because I believe that yeah. before I gave up meat. But 3.5 ounces of turkey, which is a very small amount. The average person does not only eat 3.5 ounces. If you was to put that on a kitchen scale, you would be like, oh, that's not enough. Right. But just 3.5 ounces of Turkey has 83 milligrams of cholesterol. Now, we're talking about cholesterol because we're talking about the fat that's in meats. Okay. Right? So, a lot of people think when they eat chicken, it's healthier because... I don't know why we think red meat is is, is, is worse or pork is worse. Well, well, you know we're guided by the media. And you right. Know, especially when Oprah, Oprah really brought it to, like, the beef industry. And, and then after that, it's just been this... You know, this theme, trend, this to trend, be, pretty much. You to you give better up if you don't eat pork or beef. Well, yeah. you're actually just as bad if you still eat chicken and turkey from a health standpoint. We're not judging people who eat meat. We're just saying that they're equally full of fat and cholesterol. Okay. So chicken, um, and uh, excuse me, turkey. Three point five ounces of turkey has eighty three milligrams of cholesterol. Okay. Well, the same amount of beef, 3.5 ounces, has 85 milligrams. There's, okay. there's pretty much no difference. <laughs> right. Right. Um, an amount of cholesterol. And then, um, and then a skinless, white skinless chicken, same amount, 3.5 ounces, also has 85 milligrams of cholesterol, wow. the exact same amount of be as beef. Wow. So from... Uh, a health standpoint, the cholesterol is essentially the same. Okay. 40% of the calories in turkey comes from fat. Mm -hmm. So it's just as fattening as yeah. pork, beef, or and now chicken. But most people think chicken is healthy. But they're all just as fattening. So not to mention, not to mention, the um, yearly we eat about 300 million turkeys a, a year. Wow. Around the holidays. Wow, one more time. But I'm just, because these are facts that are new to me. Yeah. Around yeah. the holidays, about 90 million of those are, are right now in this season. Okay. So 300 million a year turkeys we eat in the U.S. annually. And then 90 million of those, as we know, Thanksgiving is prime. Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas is prime turkey eating season. So we're consuming about 90 million. So the consumption of these turkeys, they need to be reproduced so fast that they pump them full of hormones and drugs to fatten them up. Well, they have to fatten them up so quickly that they're usually so fat that they can't walk because they're growing faster than oh, their legs the can hold yeah. them up, right? So they can't reproduce. So all of them are actually artificially inseminated. And that's how we're getting all these turkeys so fast because they're fattened up so quick that they 
their bones are breaking, they can't walk, and then they have to be artificially inseminated with this cocktail of semen and hormones and antibiotics pumped into the turkeys with a syringe that ironically looks like a turkey baster. So, it's actually quite... Disturbing. <laughs> yes, disturbing um, when you think about it. But we eat these things and we think that they're healthier for us. But if your turkey is the size of a small baby, guys, it is just simply not healthy. It's it's It's... Trust me when I tell you, it's been pumped full of so many drugs and growth hormones so that they can be available worldwide 24-7. You can't go to any grocery store right now in the country where you can't buy a turkey for Thanksgiving. So what would you suggest for those who want to eat turkey for Thanksgiving? Just don't? I don't have a suggestion for eating turkey for Thanksgiving because it's so unhealthy. Um, I, don't rec I never recommend eating unhealthy things in small doses, right? right. So I say go without. Now... That doesn't mean the alternative is necessarily healthier. And some, so, for example, Troy and I are going to buy our fo our first tofurkey this year that was recommended to us by a coworker. And so it's made out of all vegetable. But it also has, because I read the package the other day, but it has it does have soy in it. It has okay. some soy in it. Um, but it, this is not meat that's full of saturated fat, that's, that's pumped full of hormones, that's... So it has one bad ingredient, basically, versus... Versus the whole thing being yeah. just nothing but cholesterol and fat. Antibiotics and hormones. And, right. So yeah. I'm just not going to have any turkey. But some people couldn't imagine going Thanksgiving without turkey, without chicken, without a roast. Um, it's just something people couldn't imagine doing. But we really need to start reframing our brains and see, you know, we could really thrive without yeah. this meat. Uh, next month will be my three-year anniversary of having you know, me. Wow. Three years. And I don't miss it at all. I don't miss it at all. Mm -hmm. it, it's not even... It, I, all I can say is I don't miss it at all. It's, I don't feel like I'm in lab. Right. I don't feel weak. I don't feel... Right. You know, like I don't have energy. I didn't... I didn't lose weight. Um, it was intentional when I did lose weight. Right. When I gained it back, it was intentional. You still have control over your body that way. So, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. And then, one final thing I'll say about the turkeys, what they're fed. Turkeys are pretty much fed ground up dead animals along with, yeah. Like, so the when the animals die and are, you know, before they're able to be killed for consumption... They just grind them up in the feed and feed them to the turkeys that are still living. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> Moment of silence. I'm just wow. saying. I mean, because one of my favorite quotes, and I'm and I was upset because I forgot to say this at the Eat Real Food event last week. But you know, you're not you're not just what you eat, but you're you are what you eat ate. You are what you eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, people say you are what you eat, but you are what you and eat. And I ate. try to express that to people. Just, you know, they, well, what about this? They say that this is lean and this is, but, but they fed them this and they, like, it's yeah. so hard to get down to the, yeah. without seeming radical. And yeah. you know, that's my thing. I never want to come off, because remember you were doing that podcast or you were doing that Facebook Live? And the girl was like, well, that's why I don't mess with vegans. They're so extra. They're so radical. And I try to be, you know, I try not to be radical. I want to re you to relate to me. I don't want to scare you off. Right, with, right. 
with my whole save the world, save the animals, save the environment. Right. You know, you will feel better spiritually and emotionally. You know, I'm just trying to get you to understand. Even health, let's just start with health. Yep. That you are overly consuming. And then people, this is what really vexes me. When people go back to back in the day, these are not the first off. They are not the same animals. They don't treat these, these. These animals really had farmers. Right. And they really did the right thing. Right. This is not back in the day. Right. Nothing. No. Different. They didn't even have factories doing nope. work. You would see the cow sliced up like this and whatever. But it's not like that anymore. Yep. There's not no meat market on every corner. You're just going and getting it from this, you know, yep. chain grocery store. Yep. It's so, not the same. Yeah, yeah so. and, and and as a society, we're actually overfed and undernourished. So we eat, 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 but we're not nourishing our bodies at all. Like most of our diets are not made up of vital nutrients and minerals that we need. So as much food as we consume on a daily basis, we're still, we're still undernourished. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, today, it's the holiday party. So it's another girl, the girl that I got to start exercising. She's still on. She's still on it. Uh -huh. So we were both looking at the food, like, and uh, you know, with our faces really, like, <laughs> nothing here for us. And so she wanted some nachos. So she picks up this uh, this bottle, you know, the, with the cheesy nachos, and she's reading the label. And someone comes in, like, you always reading labels. And she's like, yeah, you you know, you have to read labels. Right. Q I roll. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, of course, I'm trying to, like, you sure do. And then the lady goes, she's with her child now. Her child is there. He's about eight or nine. Okay. Yeah, I know you. that's what you're supposed to do, but nobody had time for that. I'm just shaking my head. Wow. How don't you have time? Wow. Why don't you have time to read a label? Right. Oh, so, yeah. It's so significant and so important. I mean, literally, we're poisoning our bodies um, through ignorance through ignorance that we choose to have. I know that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, so moving on with the holiday. Another thing that you can do is half your plate up. Remember what you ate last year? How about half that up? Mm -hmm. Maybe even less than half. Because what I've come to realize is, and I tell people this when they're trying to lose weight, do not go four seconds until you have waited 15 minutes, please. Don't go finish your plate and then get right back up. Your yep. body has not even given you the signal, or, and I doubt if it will after 15 minutes. You will be very satisfied after one plate of food. Yep. Yep, if, it's so yeah, true. If you wait, just wait, wait a while. Don't finish your plate and then immediately, well, I want some more of that dressing. Ooh, I want some more of that macaroni and cheese. No, lit one plate. And you know it's going to be things that you probably shouldn't be eating anyway. So definitely, don't go back for a second. Yep. Just let that treat your body up with a little kindness this holiday. Right, and one of the ways to have your portion sizes is by using a smaller plate. So a lot of us, we use the, you know, the dinner plates. And, mm -hmm. you know, for holidays, if you're using real dishes, you use the dinner plate. Or even when people buy disposable dishes, they're usually the bigger plates that can yeah. hold more food. So try actually using a smaller plate because if you see room still on that yeah. plate, you're going to feel the need to fill it up. Yeah. Also, like Jay said, um, as far as waiting 15 minutes, that is so true because I'll never forget the first couple of times I fasted. I was so hungry by the time the fast was over 
that I just started eating, eating, yeah. eating so quickly. And I know the first time I like I made like three tacos, three vegan tacos, and and I was just kept and I'm like, oh my god, I'm still hungry. And I didn't wait. And then about an hour or two after I had started back eating, I was so stuffed, and I was like, why am I so full? I was only eating because I was still hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so now I've learned my lesson. So every Tuesday after I eat, I wait before I eat again a while to make sure that I'm not like stuffing myself because I felt so gross those first yeah. couple times after I fasted because I was just stuffed. So that is so true. Try and give yourself definitely a significant break in between plates of food. Um, my next one would be begin the, by drinking water um, and drink alcohol later. A lot of times we start drinking straight away and we automatically, we know that that's going to lower your inhibition um, to make better decisions um, or your tendency to make better decisions. So um, save the alcohol for later in the day if you can and also start the day drinking water. Like I'm still going to drink my whole gallon of water on Thanksgiving. So don't let those habits go by the wayside with that water. And if you're the cook for Thanksgiving, limit your tasting. Sometimes when we're cooking a big meal, we'll taste and munch and eat yeah. throughout. And by the time we're full, don't have an appetite, but we'll still make ourselves a plate and sit down with everybody else. So you can taste your food, but literally make it like a little teaspoon. Don't take two big spoons full and then a, right. let me taste a whole roll and let me get a little small, this chicken leg. But really try to um, make your tastings very small if you're cooking something for the holiday. You have another tip? My tip would be choose one dessert or two desserts and leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so what grandma made red velvet and your sister made sweet potato pie and then your cousin brought the lemon meringue? No, limit limit your dessert, please. Yep. Do, not pile, do not pile a plate full of desserts. A, a full-size dinner paper plate or something full of dessert. You want to taste everything. And everything. I, I find that to be so ridiculous. Yes. It's here. It's that it's here thing. Like, yeah, it's you know, here. I gotta take advantage so, of it. It's here. Right. And um, it's so funny you say that. So here's the quote that I mentioned earlier that I absolutely love and will kind of shift our mindset with regard to foods that we know we're not supposed to have. So, instead of saying to yourself, I want that, but I can't have it, say, I can have that, but I don't want it. So, again, instead of saying, because you maybe feel like you're on a diet, or you're trying to lose weight, or you're trying to eat healthier, so we normally say, man, I want that pizza, or I want that dessert, but I can't have it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to cut back. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to be healthier. Instead of saying you can't have it, because that automatically tells your brain we really yeah. want it now, yeah. <laughs> right? You should be saying, I can have that, but I don't want it. Yeah. I can have that, but I don't want it. And it's funny because that's how kids think. Have you ever seen a kid at a party or something and they... um They'll easily leave a half a slice of pizza or take two bites out of cupcake and run and go finish yeah. playing like they, they want to yeah. give. Because a kid understands that or has the concept in their head that it'll always be there. Yeah. And they don't have to gouge it or finish it right at this right. moment. This is not their only opportunity to have it. Right. And so we have to start looking at things like that in our in our lives too with food. In particular, we think I have to have all this bad food now because I can't have it again next week. I can't make a horrible decision and do this again next week. I can't have it again. 
but more you need to start telling yourself, I can have it, but I don't want it. You know what's funny is that people mistake, I'm assuming that people mistake, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I think people mistake, um, you know, health conscious people as that we don't want these things. Today at the, the party, I saw banana pudding. I saw all these beautiful cakes. I saw, it was just like, a half of the table was full of dessert. Right. And my mind went immediately, like, that. All, all of those things have dairy, I can't have it. Right. And immediately switched to, that's so disgusting, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And then, I walked away, went back downstairs, and forgot about it in two minutes. Two minutes flat, it was forgotten about. It, it was just, my body's trigger immediately. Right. First of all, the visual. Yes. The visual got to me first. That beautiful cake. Right. That beautiful, look at that. That, you know, and, and, and it's kind of nostalgic. Right. So how delicious it was the last time. <laughs> right, right, right. So, but then immediately turn that off. Like, that, what it'll do to your body. Why you don't want it. Yes. And then after you think about why you don't want it, stop looking at it. Stop getting who I really want. Oh, that looks so good. No, just, you know, divert it to... Um, to something else. Yeah, I don't want it. So, yep. yeah, and, done with that. And it'll always be there. That's one thing we have to learn. We eat sometimes as if someone's, like, taking this stuff out of our hand unless we put it down our throats fast. Like, it'll always be there. It, it'll always be an option for you. When you get to a point <laughs> where you're in control, where you're able to say no, and what's so great about that is when you get to the point where you're able to say no, you're not even going to want it anymore. Nope. But you have to give your chance, your body, your system a chance to get over it. You have to give your body a chance to get rid of the cravings. But, uh, guys, I say this over and time and time again, you crave what you consume. So yeah. the more that you consume, the more you're going to that crave so it. That's true because it wasn't a... You know how when you crave something physically, like you live, your mouth can almost water, mm-hmm. and you want it, and you, it wasn't that type of, oh, I want that. My mind told me I did. Like, that looks good. That probably tastes good. Right, right, right. It wasn't even that, that feeling like when I see eggplant parmesan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, that looks delicious. I want that right. for real, for real. That fantastic yeah. eggplant parmesan. And with me, you know, had coming from a sweet tooth, that was my initial journey trying to get you know, rid of that sweet tooth. I know what it feels like to crave sugar, but I, my body, my body doesn't crave it anymore at all. Period. Yep, and that's all from um, habit and, and strength and, yeah. and get, getting over that first hump. Yeah, and then you're smooth sailing, and um, and sometimes you got to talk to it. Like I have a client, <laughs> really, you know, I have a client who actually used to be an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and she told me that you know. In the grocery store, she always avoids the aisles that mm-hmm. sell the liquor and the wine, right? She doesn't even go down those aisles. So she said recently she was at the grocery store, and she accidentally walked down the aisle with the liquor. And she, she was distracted, and she looked up, and she was just in front of a shelf full of liquor, mm-hmm. right? Liquor, beer, wine, whatever. And she said she looked at that liquor, and she pointed her finger, and she's like, I don't need you, MFR. You don't have control over me no more. Really, you don't have control over me anymore. And we don't understand sometimes that literally food controls us. It really does. And sometimes you just have to look like a crazy person for two seconds and say, not today. Not today. I don't even want you. Not I can't have you, but I don't even desire you. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? The thought of who I will be and how much better I'll be without you excites me more Mm -hmm. than a few minutes that I'll be with you. You know what I mean? So really, it's a psychological shift when you just make a small tweak in your wording. Um, Another tip about holiday eating is to load up your first plate with the, not the not the uh, starchy carbs, okay. right? So you can load up on more veg and things like that. If there's a veg tray, you know, or healthier, the healthier options first, your greens and whatever other vegetable there is, if there's a green salad, load your, so have you a big cup of water first and load your first plate up with vegetables and then go back for the macaroni and cheese yeah. and the dressing or the mashed potatoes. Um, but don't make that your first, you know, load up on the leafy greens and the, the healthy chlorophyll first yeah. is is a great um, option. You have another. My last my last suggestion is since you have that day off, if you do, work out in the morning. Yes, you treat your body so much better when you worked out. Yes, you don't want to put a lot of garbage and a lot of calories and a lot of sugar back into it when you you know went to the gym or did your home workout. So wake up that day and actually exercise. Still exercise. Yeah. Absolutely. That was on my list as well. Yeah. So definitely going to wake up on Thanksgiving. You're going to have more time to, you know, hit the gym. Yep. Don't have to rush or anything like that. Yep. You know, and if you are the person that is hosting, you say, well, I don't have time to exercise. You do. Yes. <laughs> you do. You do. You can get up. If whatever time you plan to get up, get up an hour and a half earlier than that. And just get it in. And do what you have to do. You know, I'm going to go to the Thanksgiving Day Parade. But before I do, I'm going to head over to, you know, the gym and get my workout in in the morning. Absolutely. Like I normally do. Because like you said, you know, it's usually a lighter workload for most people. And so there's no reason to get off your regimen. It's actually all the more reason to stay on it. Um, And then... One, I was going to say, two, on Thanksgiving Day, guys, have a healthy breakfast. A lot of us don't eat and say mm-hmm. we're saving space for dinner. So my suggestion was don't save space for dinner. <laughs> be regular hungry for dinner. Don't be starving for dinner <laughs> on Thursday. Um, actually have, make your first meal of the day actually a healthy meal. If you normally have your oatmeal, fresh fruit, whatever you normally have for breakfast, do that on Thursday. Don't, you know, start off the day with bad choices thinking you need all this bacon or pancakes or sugary cereals. Um, but try and make, especially since you know dinner might not be the greatest, make a great choice for breakfast and even lunch if dinner is not too early. Okay. Any more tips? No, those are my tips for, um, absolutely, for this holiday season. I, I just hope we all make better choices as a society and stop giving ourselves permission to be gluttonous and sedentary um, um, on these holidays because it, it really should end. I, I think we should be kind of over it at this point. Okay, so I want to end this this broadcast with a game, and it's going to be called "Whoever Gets Out First, the other person wins." Okay, so we're who playing? Go you, you and me. <laughs> you crazy? Okay. okay. So we're going to go back and forth. Whoever pauses or doesn't have anything to say loses. What's we're the name going, of this game? You made this up. Yeah, I just made it up two seconds ago. We're going to say all the things people say during the holiday, right? <laughs> like, for instance, um, you know i got to have my pies, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Or I'm saving room four. Okay. So whoever gets out first loses. You ready? Okay. All right. I'm first. <laughs> go ahead. It's my day off. I am not exercising. i got to cook. I don't have time to exercise. I, my kids is here. Um, no, I'm too busy. Uh, you know grandma make the best pie. I gotta have some of grandma's pie. 
I'm saving room. I'm gonna eat like a. Oh, <laughs> dang it! Oh, <laughs> no, I hadn't thought about this. Let's try, try again, or did I just okay. let out loose? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I cannot wait to eat everything. <laughs> Ooh, but we're going to have to uh, finish up early because um, i got to go out and get them Black Friday deals. I'm hitting up everybody's house in the plate. <laughs> Ooh, make sure you bring the foil with you in the Tupperware containers because I don't want to take all day. Take out containers. Don't take any leftovers if you didn't. You won. You won. I had a, I had a good one. I had a classic one. What? <laughs> my mom does this. I was like, Ma, because we're going over my uncle's house for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Ma, you making some dressing, right? She's like, yeah, girl, but you know I'm going to make one for the house now. <laughs> that, everybody be having their little side they, little they, right, yeah. Like, we going over so-and-so, but know, I'm going to make a little something for the yeah, house. And yeah, keep it you know that house. little dressing thing. <laughs> right, right, us. right. We're going to have a big one for uncle's oh, yeah. house. And then my mama is notorious for making oh, a little yeah, something that for that the house. personal for the house. Yeah. Baby, that's that's how you know it's real. Yes. Oh, and one final Thanksgiving holiday tip, guys, and this is really common in other cultures, Indian cultures, but we don't do this, um, is to actually suggest a family walk right after dinner. A lot of times we, you know, are going to be immersed in the sports game or sitting sit around talking or whatever, but actually, you know, it's actually supposed to be like 50 on Thursday, not too bad, not too shabby, so maybe as a family, you guys could actually take a 15-minute walk, 20-minute walk, and work off that first plate you know, or do something active instead of just sitting around, you know, it might be a way to spend Thanksgiving a little different and with um, more intention on your health this year. So that's another suggestion as well. So next week, I figure, uh, Jay, we will talk about detoxing. Okay, off of? Boy, like the toxins we've put into our body this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 period. You know, detox could be anything. Yeah, well, we could talk about detox from mental, you know, yeah. negative thoughts. We could talk about detox from negative people. But next Monday, I'm thinking we'll have a show on detoxing. It's one of the most common things people ask us anyway. Yes. How do I detox? Or I'm about to do this 10-day green or juice, green smoothie. you're really not. Right. Yeah. So I thought we would talk about detoxing and give, you know, the listeners our take on it and our um, suggestions on ways you can do that. So next Monday, guys, be sure to tune in again. Um, we expect to be back in the studio next Monday, but if not, we're not going to miss a week. We'll still be recording for you all. So thank you so much for hanging with us tonight on this special holiday episode of Professionally Fit. As always, past episodes can be found at professionallyfit.co. Um, and just click on Professionally Fit Radio and you can see all our past episodes or you'll be able to re-listen to this one if there's anything you missed. Any final thoughts for the holiday, Jay? No, just enjoy your holiday and just be safe and don't overconsume. Don't overconsume a thousand percent. Until next week, guys, be well.